Afro Tales Podcast is a part of the Connected Podcast Network. Well, hello there. I'm Amon Mazingo, your storyteller, and this is season two of the Afro Tales Podcast, where we journey through the Americas and the Caribbean to explore the tales that grew from its African diaspora. I want to thank Art by Chalet for the beautiful episode art, and especially thank you for joining us on today's adventure. Chef, Chef, yes, Glio. Don't you love how we get to share our stories and recipes? Yes, I enjoy it greatly. Do you know what makes it possible for everyone to hear us? Yes, Glio. Our voices, obviously. True, but it's also Anchor, a hosting platform that distributes the podcast to places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and others. Oh, yes. And isn't everything needed to make a podcast in one place? That's correct. And the best thing of all, Chef, it's free. Free, you say? Free. And all I had to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, you just had to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yep. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and do what we're doing now. Fantastic, video. Simply fantastic. I know, Chef. I know. What's her secrets? A mother had a poor son whose name was Bonnie Bonnie. And he had no clothes to cover his body. She was raising three pigs. One danced only the dance of the bush people, the Apuku. One danced the waltz. And one danced only the African-style dance brought by the ancestors, the Susa. Well, when hard times came, the mother said to her boy, well, baby, I see we have nothing to eat. Go take the pig that dances the dance of the bush people and sell him, and we will have some food. But the boy had taught the pig to dance himself, and he knew his powers. And he had read in the newspaper that there was this beautiful princess who had three special things, three special secrets and anyone who could guess what they were would be able to marry her Bonnie Bonnie and the pig that danced Apuku went away to the village now near the village lived a princess a princess who was known for her beauty she was handsomer than the sun the more you looked at her the more beautiful she appeared but as the boy approached this neighboring kingdom, several soldiers stopped him, and one of them said, Boy, where do you think you're going? People can't pass here. But the princess was walking in the yard and saw the boy with the pig. She called him and said she liked the pig. She asked the boy 
what the pig did. He said, oh, princess, the pig dances the apuku. Then she said to the boy, will you uh, let me see him dance? And now the pig began to dance the apuku. And when everyone else saw the magical dance, they ran away. For this dance was one done only by the bush spirits, never by people. And he danced it so well, it was a pleasure to see. And the pig sang as he danced. Ghost in the cemetery. Where are they? Ghost, where white? Where are they? Ghost in the cemetery. They are buried in the burial ground. Ghost, where white? They are in the burial ground. So the princess asked the boy how much he wanted for the pig. Bonnie Bonnie said, Ah, princess, I don't want money, but if you let me see your breast, then I will give you the pig. The princess looked at him, and she laughed and said, Oh, what a silly boy. Are you looking for food, or are you looking for breast? But the princess loved the pig so, so much. She showed the boy her breast. And what are they but two breasts of gold? The boy took out a small book and he wrote down this wonder. Now, when the boy went home, the mother was suffering from hunger. So when his mother asked him, Bonnie, where's the pig? Do you sell it already? The boy had to lie. No, mother, the pig, yeah, he got away. Uh, he got away from me. I looked for him everywhere, but I could not find him. The mother ran to get a stick, and holding it up, shook it at him. If you don't bring the pig back, I'm going to break your head. The boy was afraid, and he ran and hid. But the mother was still hungry, so she called out to him again. She said, Bonnie, Bonnie. My son, I beg you, look how I have nothing to eat. Look at how we suffer. And take this pig, the one that dances the waltz, and sell him for me. Please, please, I beg you, do not let this one get loose and run away. And so the boy took the path again. And he came once more to the kingdom of the princess. Well... My man, when the princess saw this waltzing animal, she said, Bonnie, you must sell me this pig. I will pay you as much money as you want. Never have I seen a pig dance like a human being. This was not just an ordinary dance, you see. For when the pig danced a waltz, you felt the pig's power as far as the street. Bonnie, Bonnie said, Ah, my princess, I cannot sell him to you. My princess, I beg you for one thing that I do not know if you will agree to it. I want you to let me see your nail. Then I will give you the pig for nothing. And the princess looked at him and she said, <laughs> Oh, Bonnie, you are still only a boy. You can't do anything to me so 
I'll show you. But when the princess bared her stomach, what he saw was a black diamond navel. The boy laughed, and he gave the pig to the princess. Now, the princess had two pigs on her. One that danced apuku, and the other danced an amazing waltz. And all this the boy wrote down in his book. So the boy went to his mother again and told her, Mother, you must not be afraid. Good news will come. Now the boy and his mother still had nothing to eat. So he put on his only clothes, a blue coat, and a pair of breeches, and a pair of sandals. So the boy still had the most marvelous pig, one that danced Susi, the dance of the African ancestors. If the pig struck his foot on the ground, the earth would burst open to see a pig dance so beautifully. Now, while the mother was sleeping, the boy took the pig back to the kingdom of the same princess. There he began to coax the pig to dance with the Susa song. The ice is falling. Come pick it, my brother. Things are there. The rice is falling. Come pick it, my brother. Things are there. When the princess saw this third dance, she was thrilled to silence. When she was able to think and speak, she said to herself, she must have the pig. And she offered Bonnie Bonnie 900 guilders for him. But he said, no, no, you must know, my princess, I can't sell him to you. Then the boy laughed and added, princess, I beg you to do one thing for me. She said, well, what is that, my boy? He said, Princess, I want to see your thighs. And when she agreed, he saw the princess's legs had a gold chain wrapped around them. A chain to match her pubic hair. And when she showed him this marvel, he gave the princess the pig. Now, when the boy went home this time, he had his mother clean for him his pair of blue breeches and blue coat so that Sunday the boy went to the priest for confession and he confessed to the priest that he was in love with the princess the priest said my boy I see how you suffer but how can you ever answer the questions to win the princess the boy answered Pata do you want me to tell you what the first one is? The priest was doubtful, but the boy insisted. Pata, let me tell you a story. The first thing the princess has is two golden breasts. Oh. Now the priest was interested in what the boy was saying and took note of these things. He said, what else? Pata, I do not know more here. And told him no more. Well, the next day, they both went to the kingdom of the princess. All the important white men from the area were there to try to answer the questions. Bonnie Bonnie wore his little blue coat and his blue breeches and his sandals. When they arrived at the kingdom of the princess to answer the questions, 
The priest was there first in line who went to answer the questions with the information from the boy, of course. First, they asked him, What is the first thing the princess has? The priest laughed, The first thing? Ah, uh, two golden rest. Now the king was a little alarmed that someone there might really know. He asked the priest, What is the second one? The priest thought and thought, but he didn't know. And they called everyone else, but no one even knew one answer. Finally, they called the boy. You boy, there, he said. I will answer the questions till there are questions to spare. He said he would answer more than they thought. The king said, what is the first thing the princess has? He said, ah, king, the first thing the princess has, two golden breasts. The king struck the boy with his foot. Shut up, you, you heard the priest say that just now. The boy said, I told the priest myself at confession. Now the priest was frightened to death. The king asked the boy what the second one was. A navel with a black diamond in it. The king was standing there frightened and pulling at his hair that such a youngster could answer such a question. The, the third one. What? What is the third one? Bonnie Bonnie said, Ah, the third one. My king is a golden chain that matches her pubic hair. All the white men were frightened now, for they saw the powers the boy must have. They lifted the boy from the stool on which he sat, but they still didn't think that the boy was fit to marry the princess. And so they gave the boy 500 guilders to go and eat. And the king said to them, he said to the boy and the priest, he said, tomorrow night at 10 o'clock, I will lock you and the princess and the priest in a room together. Priest will be on the right, Bonnie Bonnie on the left. And at five o'clock, whomever I see the princess embracing, that one will marry her and get the entire kingdom. So the boy went home happy and said to his mother, Eat and drink and be happy, mama. I have already won the battle. When the mother saw the 500 guilders, she was so happy that she wept. And she embraced the boy. Bonnie Bonnie said, Mother, don't be afraid now. Take this. Tomorrow, I am going to fight a greater fight. So the boy asked his mother for 10 of the guilders. He went to the drugstore and got some lavender water and some laxative. And then he went home and took a bath in the lavender water so he would smell sweet for the coming night. And so he went about nine o'clock that night. The priest was already sitting there like a great man. So at 10 o'clock, they locked the princess, the priest, and Bonnie Bonnie in a room that was beautiful beyond anything Bonnie Bonnie had ever seen. As they were lying down about 11 o'clock at night, the boy began to eat one of those sugar cakes 
and the others smelled it, and they smelled so good. For the cakes were sweet with sweetness to spare. Now, the princess could smell them, and she yearned for the boy's cakes. But because she didn't want to get close to him, she pretended to be asleep. Now, the priest, on the other hand, smelled the cakes too, and they smelled so sweet. And the boy said, Pata, if you like a few of the cakes, then take a few and eat. The priest said he thought he might try one, and the boy gave it to him, and he ate it. He liked the cake so well that he asked the boy for more. Then the boy gave the priest the cakes with the laxative. By about one o'clock, the priest felt his belly begin to swell and hurt. He groaned. Bonnie, Bonnie, my boy, I'm going to die. You know what? Oh, Lord, I'm going to have to shit in this house. I can't help it. My God, Pata, they will kill you if you do that. But the priest couldn't stop. So he went behind the door and he shit it. And now he did not know what to do. He came to lay down again, so the whole room began to smell until the princess herself woke up from the awful, ugly smell. Now, the priest was afraid, and he was going to get caught. So, he thought to himself that there was only one way of getting rid of the shit. He had to. He must eat it. So the priest went behind the door, ate the shit, and tried to clean things up as best he could. Well, by that time, it was four o'clock in the morning, and the princess was getting cold. So she decided she had to warm herself up and decided to lie down beside the priest. But when the princess turned that way and began to put her arms around the priest... The smell was just too much for her. So she turned over and went to Bonnie Bonnie's side. She turned again a little later to go to the priest one more time. But she just couldn't stand it. And by now it was five o'clock in the morning. And she stayed on Bonnie Bonnie's side. When the door opened, they saw how the princess and Bonnie Bonnie were lying next to each other. Oh my God, I cannot believe it, said the king. But Bonnie Bonnie had won. So they had to let the boy marry the princess and receive the kingdom. And the priest was so ashamed. He could not walk anymore for feebleness seized him. And the priest went and pulled out his beard. That is why now priests don't grow beards. And the boy married the princess and received the kingdom. And the father king, oh, he was not pleased that the princess had to marry that boy. Yet they were married. And I know this because I myself was at the wedding feast. And then they shot me with a cannon till I sat down here. The end. Okay, so I don't want to make this review kind of long because the episode was a little long for you guys. 
and that's not really my thing. So I just want to hit a couple of key points of this episode that really that really touched me, or that I really um, noticed. One, if you know these dances, please hit me up on um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever. Um, leave me a vocal message where I can find it. The pronunciations: Susa or and Apuku. I know I'm, I have to be saying those things wrong. So if you know what, how to pronounce them, please contact me. If you know the dance, please contact me. Um, the princess, I felt, was playing with Bonnie Bonnie at first. Definitely um, the whole uh, story of the natives versus the outsiders is played out in this. And the king does not want there to be a co-mingling, right? Um the three secrets, the golden breast, the black navel, and or the black diamond navel, and the gold chain matching the pubes. Um, I would say maybe a blonde hair woman. Hopefully she doesn't have trick. Which, yeah, look that up. Golden. Matter of fact, don't look it up. Don't. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> and the breast, golden breast, like I said, probably blonde. Um... Or yellow brazier of some type, something like that. That's really I keep you up with that. I really don't want to go too deep into all that kind of stuff. Um, eating shit, nasty. Um, priest pulling out his beard. I don't know if priests don't wear beards. If that's a thing, I don't know. I'm not. Uh, uh, I don't follow religion like that, so I don't know what's going on there. Um, but it's a fairy tale. So, hey, they can say whatever they want to say, right? Maybe for a time, priests didn't wear beards. Maybe they do now. I don't know. But I like the story. It's a lot going on. I mean, I'm pretty sure you listen to it two or three times. You can dissect it a hundred different ways. But it is a fairy tale. Three pigs, three dances, um, time frame period, um, all of those things. All the boxes checked for a beautiful fairy tale. Um, made by these people to talk about what's going on in their hometown. And I love that aspect of it. And that's why I do this, you know, and that's why you listen to it because these stories are wonderful and they're being told from a different point of view than um, what you're used to. Um, But if you want to tell me your secrets, you can leave me a message, uh, email me privately, and I'll listen to them. And I promise not to divulge them because I'm not going to tell your secrets like she told her own just for three pigs. You can't get pigs out of me to get your secrets. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for coming on this journey. We have one more week in Suriname and then we venture somewhere else and we won't know till we get there because we're on the trade winds and whichever the way the wind blows, that's the way we go. All right. Um, again, thank you for coming on this journey. Um, as always, listen to the recipe of the week. It is, it looks pretty good. I'm really trying to get this one done myself. Uh, looks delicious. And I'm not even a big, uh, fish person, but, um, as always have a blessed, blessed, blessed day. Afrotales recipe of the week. Fish masala. Ingredients. Two pounds fresh fish steaks or fillets, 
trout, cod, almost any favorite fish of yours. Large onion, peeled and chopped into cubes. Four large cloves of garlic, peeled and rough chopped. Two tablespoons garam masala seasoning powder. Three tablespoons tomato ketchup. Sunflower oil for frying. One or two scotch bonnet hot chili peppers. May leave out if they're too hot. One teaspoon sugar, salt to taste. Directions. Saute the fish fillet in sunflower oil until tender and brown. Then remove from skillet and set aside. Add the diced onions and chopped garlic into the pan and fry until both are nice and glazed. Now add the garam masala, stirring as you do. Add the fried fish fillet back in now with hot peppers, sugar, and salt to taste, and just enough water to loosen the mixture so it simmers well. Simmer for about 10 minutes, stirring now and then, and turning the fish over to get them evenly coated in the spicy masala sauce. Serve your fish masala with steamy white rice and garnishes of lemon wedges and sliced raw onions. That is your Afrotales recipe of the week. Thank you again for your time. Thank you for supporting and sharing this podcast with your family and friends. You can always find AfroTales podcast on Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want to leave me a message or a tweet, I can be found on Twitter at AfroTales Cast, on Instagram and Facebook at AfroTales Podcast, and now on Coffee at coffee.com forward slash Afro Tales Podcast, where you can financially support me for the price of one small cup of coffee. However you support, I thank you and I appreciate it always. So until next time, have a great day.